Welcome to episode 9 of the TOD Project, brought to you by Triumph Company, with your hosts, Marcella Scott and Jared Klein. Today on the TOD Project, special guest Gatorboard Grove, along with Marcellus and Jared, go into their music interests, Grove's life in Nigeria, as well as his experience as an underground musician and hip-hop artist. Make sure to get connected with Triumph Company on Instagram, at Triumph Company US, as well as visiting their website, triumphcompany.com, or .us, sorry, while using the code TOD10, that is TOD10, for 10% off your order at checkout. Also make sure to subscribe um, to the TOD Project on YouTube and follow the podcast on Spotify. Finally, make sure you follow our special guest Grove on Instagram, at GatorBoyGrove, that is at GatorBoyGrove. With that, sit back, relax, and open your minds for today's episode. Welcome, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome to episode nine of the TOD Project. We're back here uh, after this early week's um, episode with with our boy Mike Mattiazzi. If you don't, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one. That was a great one. Talked about him being from Italy and everything. He he was a great man, really great man um, to talk to. So if you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. Um, but today, today we are here with obviously myself and Marcellus, but we have special guests. He goes by Gator Boy Groove on Instagram, but he told us to call him Groove for this yes, this sir. podcast, and, and, and we're all about it. Yes, so sir. Groove, if, if you want to give yourself, um, kind of introduce yourself initially here, and then you know we'll kind of go from there. Is he there? Are you there? Yeah, right. I, I lost you there for a second. I lost you for a second. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I lost you for oh, a second. Man. Oh, okay. man. Okay. Yeah, so if you want to introduce yourself, go for it. Introduce yourself to the people, and then we'll kind of kick it all off. All right. My name is Groove. Gator Boy Groove on Instagram and Twitter. I'm a rapper. I'm from Nigeria, the most populous black country in the world. And, uh, yeah, all I do is make music. Make music, man. Make music literally from my room. I don't know if you can see my microphone is at the back. Make music, put out music. I just love to have conversations with people as well. So, yeah, that's what I do. Awesome. Well, I guess that's what that's that's what you're here for. Marcellus, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Feeling good, feeling great. Got the dang Tupac hoodie on, so I'm feeling legendary. Um, but yeah, I want to get in the groove, man. Shout out to my boy Groove popping on the day. I'm ready. I'm ready to see, or not see, well, obviously I see you guys, but I'm ready to, to hear the conversations that we have. Cause like when we was when we was off of uh camera or when we wasn't recording, we we had a little conversation yeah. that kind of it's getting yeah, a little yeah, interesting yeah. about Miami, you know, the women down there, yeah. all the down there, you know. <laughs> yeah, brother, I, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you kind of want to give a background about yourself, um, tell people where you're from. Obviously, you said Nigeria. Um, tell people kind of yeah. kind of what you're into, what you do. Just kind of you know give the whole give the whole two cents about yourself so people can get familiar, and then then we'll go from there, kind of dive into some some familiar topics I'll- and stuff like that. All right, my name is, my actual name is, I'll, I'll really like to uh, hear you pronounce this. Can you say Mamchika Kifasi? Mamchika Kifasi. All right, let's take it again. <laughs> Mamchika Kifasi. Mamchika Kifasi. M-A-M-C-H-I-K-A. Mamchika. Okay, Mamchika. Mamchika. Yes, perfect. Mamchika. Perfect. That's perfect. You, you even sound better than most Nigerians. <laughs> So yeah, my name is Mamchika Kifasi. I'm from Taraba State, Nigeria. Yeah, but I was 
born and raised here in the capital city, Abuja, here in Nigeria. Uh, I just love music, man. Ever since I was a kid, I love music, love to make music, rap with my elder brother. My elder brother is a producer. His name is Kanaki. And uh, he really inspired me to start making music. I remember I was still in, like, primary school. I think that's what you guys call elementary school over there. And my brother went off to boarding school. So when he went to boarding school, he formed this rap group. So when he came back home, he used to tell me, oh, I formed this rap group with my friends. And, you know, being a little kid, seeing your brother do something, it makes you want to be, like, you know, like, part of it. So because of that, I got into music, started rapping, listening to Jay-Z. Um, the, the main guys, you know, the everyday names, Jay-Z, Drake, Kanye West, Kanye West, man. Yo, Lil Weezy, yes, exactly. Like, that's the type of music we grew up on. And then, like, we literally used to take phones. Like, what we'll do is, because we're little, we didn't know anything, we didn't have a studio at that time. What we'll do is we'll take everybody's phones at home. We'll take my dad's phone, my mom's phone, my sister's phone. And then my brother, he's a producer now. So what he, the inspiration kind of started, like, well, we'll take the phones, we'll go on voice recorder, or, like, just hum stuff, like, Palm tune, like, blah, 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 like, all of them together. And then we'll take one phone and play all the beats at the same time, and then we'll start rapping on them. And that's how we started. And it was really fun, man. So, goes way back, been rapping, and, yeah, that's what we do. Jeez. So, literally, okay. literally the come up, the come up from zero, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, Marcel, if I interrupted you. Oh no, I'm I'm about to ask him a question right now. So Groove, man, you got us in the groove yeah. with this podcast. And you know, I kinda I, I like the, the story, you know, you guys were resourceful and, and entrepreneurs yeah. or artists and people like you that start from you know ground zero to get to where they go is amazing just to hear it. Um, but I was wanna ask you, bro, what was the craziest thing you seen in Nigeria? Cause I think it was like a couple of months ago, man. I was seeing people get shot down, people was killing people, people yeah. was killing. shit was going crazy out there in Nigeria. So what was the craziest thing you seen? Can you, can you hear me? I, th I think you cut out. I I'm said, sorry, what? I think I kind of lost you for a second, but I got okay. your question. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Jared about it. It's about SARS, right? So to be fair, being Nigerian, of course, you have to know what's happening in your own country. But I'm not the most politically aware guy, so I won't pretend to be the best person to get this information from. But basically mm -hmm. what happened was that um, we have like a special unit for tackling crimes, you know, mm -hmm. and their name is SAS. So it became like a, how do I put it? It became like a political thing almost. And this thing of like stereotyping people, the same way police, you know, just in America, like the way they just look at a black man and you start making different stereotypes, like, oh, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, and treat them badly. It was almost mm -hmm. the same thing that was happening here. And it's strange because these people, like, they look just like you. So they, probably if you're a young kid and you have dreadlocks and you have tattoos and you have rings on your body, they'll just look at you and say, oh, you're a criminal. Oh, you're a thug. Oh, you're doing uh, internet fraud and different kinds of stuff. And they'll just treat people like anyhow, you know? And we, the youth, we got tired. We had to make our voices heard. And we went out on the street to protest and sad. And yeah, it's really crazy, man. It's crazy how something just started so... Uh, spontaneously and it became like this global thing that was being spoken about like everywhere you know? so it, it was a really terrible thing but it doesn't really represent Nigeria as a whole like our people are probably I maybe it's my bias but we're probably the most industrious like kind of people you meet anywhere in the world so it doesn't represent the people it's just from the broken system that we have over here Jeez. 
Wow, man, you saying that? I I would think that you know the per the black the black man in Nigeria wouldn't look be looked at that way because you know that's that's most of the country. You know, it's in Africa and everything. So, uh, like. <laughs> I'm over here thinking, I'm like, man, it's it's pretty bad in every country. Like almost every country, you think about it, something is going on that's not fair for the people. And I just wonder when when is it gonna come to the point where you know the people can come together? Uh there's not many countries out there where people really do come together, they don't stereotype each other and everything. Like you said in America, bro, like it is like that. Yeah. Um, I, I've even had, you know, like white friends or you know, people of different races and stuff. And I don't want to make this podcast about race, but They'd be like, dude, yeah. you're different. You're different. You're not like I expected. You're not, yeah. you're not like the, like the average black person. And to me, I, I I take it as a compliment, but then again, sometimes I, I take it as like kind of like disrespect in a way because it's really yeah. not other people's fault. The way that they see us is because that's the way the, the media portrays us. People have their own stereotypes, yeah. you know, and, and they think that you know all people are the same, like all white people aren't the same, all black people aren't the same, all Asians aren't the same. Everybody's different and unique yeah, sure. in their own way. And in God, you know, the higher power does not look at us through due to our color, how we dress. We can mess up multiple times and God will not judge us. We don't get judged until the day exactly. we die. So God shows us love on a daily basis. And, and love, I, I feel like love is the number one word. If everybody loved each other and if, if people express love more, this world would be a, a better place, man. So I hate that you have to go through that in Nigeria as well. Um, yeah. That's, that's the crazy world we live in. You know, it's really crazy. Sometimes, like, you be interacting with people, like, outside Nigeria, and they'll be like, oh, do you guys have lights? Do you guys have houses? Do you guys have roads? Like, these niggas think that we literally <laughs> walk on lions here in Nigeria. Like, we live the same type of life that most people live. Like, it's the same type of life. Same iPhone, same the way the media portrays. You know, when you think of Africa, people just be thinking of like stupid shit. It's really crazy. It's fucked up, but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I, I feel like it, it's shitty, but like the common, the common like outlook on Africa as a continent. I mean, even when like I was getting taught about Africa when I was younger, like was like, oh, it's third world, which is super shitty to like even think about. Yeah. Like it just because it's like yeah. The way the way they taught the way they taught us about it basically was like oh just because it's not America or not not like Western Europe doesn't like that automatically means it's third world. I, I think it's I think it's horrible. I th- I th- I want to I want to literally go to every single country in Africa and see every single different type of different type of like I guess like infrastructure and and different type of yeah. people like like Africa like you go from northern Africa like it's almost like Middle Eastern and then you go to southern Africa and yeah, South it's Africa very like, different that's the thing like you'll, like in southern Africa there's like it's literally like you're talking to an Australian or an English person like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's insane I it's it, I feel like it's one of the greatest places on earth there's so much so much diversity so much so much like so much like raw materials that the world that the world yeah. kind of benefits from is is from africa yeah. you know yeah um like africa is not like even when i say i'm african like bro yeah i'm african i'm proud to be african but i'm nigerian like i don't know what the hell is happening in other parts of you know different countries here in africa it's like people just think it's this one country when they say africa 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 like you're talking about a continent of like over a billion people like these are different cultures my country alone nigeria we have about I think over 200 ethnic groups. So my name, I'm Chika wow. Sisasi. 
sounds just as strange to you as it, as it will sound to another Nigerian. Like, the person doesn't even know where I'm from. Do you understand? Like, we're, we're that large. Nigeria is the most populous black country. We're about 200 million people, over 200 ethnic groups, like, speaking different languages, living different types of lives, different cultures, Damn. different religions, you know? So, yeah. It's like America then. Uh, and also, little does most people know, well, I think, well, most people know <laughs> now, since Elon Musk is the richest person in the world, but there's white people that live in Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, Elon Musk is South African. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, bro, what is, uh, what's it, what's it like out there as far as the, uh, like the, the nature, like, is there beautiful mountains? Like what is, what is the most beautiful thing that you love about, about your, your country, Nigeria? Because you said it's the best. I, I got to uh, see it myself, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, right. To be honest, I'm not, I haven't really traveled much. Like I said, I'm not really an expert on this, but what I love about my country man, are people are just like, how do I, you take a Nigerian guy. To like take him anywhere in the world. Like, maybe I'm just being biased. Maybe I don't know. But you take a Nigerian anywhere in the world and we just kind of stand out. Like, we just kind of stand out. I don't know if you watch MMA, but you check the UFC, you see Nigerians are working there. You check American hospitals, Nigerians are there. Like, Nigerians are literally everywhere and it's really crazy. Do you guys watch UFC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you see my boy Israel Adesanya, my boy Kamal Usman, they're representing, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nigerians, we just have, like, I don't know, we just have, like, this ability to, like, stand out. And that's what put in, like, the toughest position because of the system, the government. I don't even know how to put it, like, we're putting really tough predicaments, but still, like, you just see Nigerians thrive, like, internationally, globally, just doing their thing, you know? So that's what I love the most about my people. I think they're, like, super tough. Like super industrious and just talented and just you know yeah. Okay. What's your guys' well, what's your guys' currency over there? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Naira. Naira, Nigerian Naira. Okay. So how many how how many Nairas would you have to have in order to have a thousand U.S. dollars? Uh, our currency is really messed up, actually. To be fair, I think a dollar is worth about three hundred and fifty Naira. Dang. So if you have a thousand dollars, you need like three hundred and fifty thousand there, yeah, to get the dollar. Yeah, a thousand dollars. That's like three hundred and fifty thousand approximately. When I was growing up, it used to be like one fifty, used to be one fifty, one twenty. When my parents were younger, it used to be like the same. Like Naira was even I think it was even higher than the dollar, but like you know, now it is like the system is just messed up and that went to shit. Short the banks buy Bitcoin. <laughs> that's yeah, settle it. Hey, that's gonna it's sell three hundred. My bad for cutting you off, Jerry. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a it's three hundred ninety six naira for a dollar. That's crazy. Jeez. Oh, that's really? Yeah, three hundred ninety six yeah. naira for a dollar. So grow or groove. My bad. I got a question for you, bro. So you're an artist. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Fine. there's a yeah. there's an artist that that really yeah. inspires you and motivates you. And if there was one artist you could sit down with, um, you know, maybe five days a week, six days a week, and you guys make music together, they show you exactly what they do. Who would be that artist? Man, that's a really really tough question because I feel like if I call one name, I'll be disrespecting loads of people. I feel my my relationship with like like the way I look at artists that I look up to is like. Some of them, it's not just the music. Like, I feel like if, if I hung out with some of them, I think we'll actually, like, be real good friends. I don't know if you know Russ. Jared posted his picture before. 
Russ, the uh, Atlanta rapper, like he when I like he's somebody I feel like if I actually hung up, hung out with him, like I feel like we'll like actually be real good friends. But music wise, like... man, I think it has to be J Cole still. Okay. It has to be J Cole or or Nigerian Whiskey, Whiskey, yeah, Whiskey from Nigeria. J Cole, Whiskey. Okay. J. Cole okay. Whiskey, yeah. And I don't know why I got Kid Cudi in my mind right now. I'm over here <laughs> thinking, of that, thinking of that song, Heaven to Hell, man, dang. That's that's probably, that's the artist I probably would be with. Because uh, to be real, man, you know, he he made, he made I wouldn't say he made Kanye West or Travis Scott, but yeah. he's a big influence to their music. Like, I don't yeah. know if you knew this sure. or not, but, you know, Kid Cudi's real name is Scott Mans Cudi. Travis Scott made his name basically after really? Cuddy. Travis Scott, that's yeah, because his, his name is something Webster, right? Uh, yeah. Something Webster. Jacquees Webster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and when I saw his name on Google, I'm like, how did that become Travis Scott? Like, I don't even get it. Dude was probably just high in the basement, just started some stuff. <laughs> Talking about he kid Cuddy fans, so he made half of a Scott. Then Travis, I think I don't know if Travis was the drummer, Travis, or it was like a rock star or something. But he just he just formed it together. And um, man, Kid Cudi, his his hymns, his hums, his the way he sounds, bro. Literally, you can just tell like Travis Scott took a lot from Kid Cudi. And then yeah, some sure. songs you can tell you can tell that Kid Cudi wrote it uh, for Kanye West. Uh, I, I think he wrote um, dang um, what's the, what's that one song uh, by Kanye West? Um, dang it. it, it's like the it's like the the, the first one he used. Um, well, auto tunes on the first song he used auto tunes on. I can't Is he on Heartbreak? and Heartbreak. Yeah, yeah, album? yeah, yeah. That album, yeah, that album. Uh, yeah, is this yeah. the song with the animation video? Mm-hmm. Uh, Paranoid. I can't remember the name right now. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. I know Paranoid was one song that was on there. It was a big uh, uh, song that everybody knows. Love lost something. Love lost. Uh, Man, we said, I, I gotta go back. I gotta go back on my Kanye history, bro. Like that man is all on the news know, for right? some crazy shit now. Like Kanye used to be only being yeah, the new running for president. For, man, running for president, messing with transgenders and shit now. I'm like, man, it's hard to be a Kanye West fan. Um, but but yeah, man, uh right now, honestly, Kid Cudi and Money Bad Yo is probably my favorite artist right now. Them two, I, I could bump them every day. Oh, really? Uh, the reason why I like Money Bag Yo is not because his lyrics, it's not because his hymns. Like literally, the beat is good, and he just got that uh, uh, like he don't give a you know he don't give a uh, figure hype. Yeah, up. I feel you. But but Kid Cudi, man, the melodies in his songs, and then he can he can sing, he can rap. I haven't like, listened to his album yet. The new one that he dropped, it's fire, Ooh, bro. It's, a, Jared it's amazing, it. bro. It's amazing. Probably well, I heard I heard that one song with Pop Smoke and Skepta. So good. Oh, so yeah, good. yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was good. But yeah, um, so Grove. Did I say yeah. I said wrong again? My bad. Groove. I keep saying Grove. I'm over thinking the song Grove Street by Waka Flocka. But man, um, you know, being an artist is is is, is it's one thing. Fine, that you... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time I try. What's good? I can hear you. I can hear you. I'm with you. Okay, good. I feel like I'm cutting out, or you cutting. Out. I don't know what's going on, but um, no, no, it's calm. Talk. So. As you being an artist, like how many hours do you put into your craft? Because I was I was on your Instagram, I'm like, dude, like, okay, this shit long, yeah, it's hard, okay. Gotta get this over here uh, to America. 
uh, to be honest, how many hours do I put? I actually put in a lot of time. You know, people just, maybe they're on Instagram, they watch their favorite rapper recording. They just think you just pop in the booth and smoke weed and get high and see some stuff. No, it doesn't work like that. Like, I actually put a lot of thought in it and a lot of practice. Like, when I started recording music, I started making music maybe 2011, 2010. Mm-hmm. But when I started recording music, that was probably like 2015, 2016. So when I started recording music, I didn't sound as good as I thought. Like, the, the lyrics were good, but, like, recording the songs, like, it didn't, I wasn't very good at recording. It took a long time to, like, you know, practice. My dad helped us. He got us a microphone, so I'll just practice. Even if I wasn't planning on putting the song out, I'll just record and just got better and better and better at it. So I put in a lot of a lot of time. Like, like yesterday, I ha- man, I was up all night trying to record features, just trying to, you know, that's what we do. So did you start out in the closet like, ah, yeah, boy, groove. Ah, I'm to show you what I do. Ah, ah. <laughs> my, my, my music is my music is mostly lyrical, so I have a more like calm approach, you know. You know, that really is start true. doing that something, is true. thinking something. See, I'm a very talkative person. I love to talk. I love to like have conversations with people. So I think I just put a little bit of that in my music. You know, like my music is just like. I'm just like, I'm trying to have conversations with people. So like, it's very calm, very, not calm. No, my music is not calm. Don't get me wrong. But like my approach to it, like it just depends on the mood and what I feel like saying. Yeah. Yeah. I try, my music is quite diverse because I'll be, I mess with like different sounds, you know, different types of sounds. I can't wait for you to listen to my project that's dropping very soon. I think probably by March, I'll put it out. Yeah, my project is dropping. This one, I put a lot of work into it. Like it has different sounds. Even if you're from, I don't care where you are, I don't care if you're from the United States, if you're from freaking Serbia, you will find a song on this project that you will love, 100%. I was just going to ask, I was just going to ask what you were coming out with, but there you go. Because I was going to, I was yeah. going to promote your, uh, your last EP on here called King of the Capital. Yeah. Um, yes, link sir. is in the description, by the way. Um, I remember when you brought that out, um, I listened to that for about a week straight just to kind of get a good feel of your music. Cause we've been talking for a while and then, and then you released yeah. it. And honestly, it, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy, I love, I love all different types of music. It was really easy for me to kind of gravitate towards something that was really melodic kind of, you know, would had a good beat behind it, talking about some nice shit. Yeah. It was, it's a, it's a really nice, really nice project. And I'm only, I'm only excited and, ex- and expecting greatness from your new, your new project. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. No problem. So what is, can you release the name? Can you release the name of it? The name? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll send it to the DM. I'll send it to your DM. I'll send you like the cover art we're working on. And you see the cover art? Man, man, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped for it. Is it, is it a full, is it a full album or is it just another EP? I think I cut out. Groove, you there? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, just a little bit. Is it a is a is it another EP or is it a full a full full song list? I hope you will not ask me that question because to be honest, like when I started working on this particular project, it was meant to be an EP, but then the songs got more and more. And I'm like, I don't even know what to call it. I'll call it a mixtape, but it's definitely not an album. I'll just call it my project until I know what to do with it. Yeah, that's probably the probably the best way to just generalize it. Yeah, about, about it, 11, 12 tracks. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, generalize it. About 11, 12 tracks. Yeah. Okay. Dang, that's going to be nice. You said March? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there, there you yeah, go. People, you, you heard it here first. His, uh, his Spotify group, Spotify is down in the description below. So if you guys want to go give his EP a listen, it's called King of the Capital. It's down in the description below as well as his Instagram. I mean, I always said that in the intro, I'm pretty sure. But um, if you just to kind of reiterate, just so you guys know where to find this man, um, it's down in the description below. Um, but I, I want to touch on an artist that you mentioned um, in kind of the in, in the artist that you grabbed inspiration from. And, um, it's an artist that I see feature on a lot of music, um, not much anymore, but a lot when I was growing up and getting into hip hop and rap. It's um, the artist, the artist Wizkid. Um, a lot yeah. of his, a lot of the songs that he's helped produce and held, and featured on were really, really vibey, really upbeat. So how much of his creation and, and like his implementation of his style, do you see in your music or do you, or do you see like revolutionize into the hip hop world rather than just like, just with the artists that he featured? If that's, if that's a good question to ask. All right, Whiskid. I hope we're talking about the same Whiskid. Whiskid yep. is like here and he's like he's super big. Like he's super big. He's one of our big artists with David Doe, Bernard Boy, Wandy Cole, loads of them. I can't I, man, Nigerian musicians, man, they're they something else. They're really, really good. But Whiskid is like he's he's one of the biggest artists and he doesn't really influence my music, like my sound personally, but like just just his greatness, man. Just his greatness, like any artist in the country will tell you the same thing. Like you look up to people like that, people like him, people like Davido. Davido is another big, big name. Like he's, he's something else, man. Those guys, they're, they're the ones running everything. And yeah, so I don't really get inspiration from their music that influences my music, my sound. I do, but I really don't. But it's just, just you know, they're just role models to, to most of us. That makes sense. Uh, I ain't gonna lie though. When you said that to me, I, maybe I just heard it uh, differently than most people probably heard it. To me, it sounds like they're just like, there are people that you look up to in a way, but you're like, hey, I'm in town. You know, they're big, but it's time for me to do the same thing. Get my name out there, bro. Like, yeah, man. Bro, I, it's very competitive, yeah. man. Man, those guys, they're, they're at the top, right? They're like biggest, like, but like we haven't even started yet. So it's not it's not really like that, but my sound is kind of different. Like they make Afro beats, like they make real Afro beats, they make real Nigerian music, they make African music. I kind of like dabble with like, you know, trap, hip hop, real rap, you know, lots of those stuff. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like in the future we're gonna see you with some more chains like in that group. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll be in Miami together. We'll be looking back at this interview very soon. Trust that. Let's get it, bro. We might need to go see Johnny Dane. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know. Yeah, that's so what fun. so so with your career, what are your aspirations since since you're an up-and-comer right now, like life of an underground yeah. artist? Like what where do you yeah. see yourself in five, ten years? Mm. as big as it can be when i was a kid when i was like writing raps as a kid i never really pictured myself as just like just to be in one spot like as big as it can be like global like as man people in your country will fuck with my music 
Like, that's how big I want, like, as big as he can get, like, Grammys type shit. That's how big I see it, to be honest. Oh, shit. Like, I'm going for the world. It's not just, it's not just here. Yeah, it's not just Nigeria. I'm going for the world, honestly. Yeah, Hell yeah. you gotta have that spirit, man, for sure. Especially in the rap game, bro, because, man, yeah. that, that, that industry... Uh, I've heard a lot of good things and bad things about the rap industry, especially when you get up to higher ups, you know, because it, it seems like a lot of rappers are coming at your neck. If you're the top artist, like, for instance, mm-hmm. Drake, let's be real. Drake's the number one artist in the world. People are always yeah, coming at his neck. Memes, diss tracks, Pusha T was coming at him. Meat Mill, they had their thing, they're falling out. Like, every artist comes at his neck. So when you do get to that top of, of the rap game, um, it does come to the point where people like expect a certain uh, type of sound out of you. If you don't make that sound anymore, fans will leave instantly. Like like artists like Fifty Cent, like for instance, nothing, nothing against him. He's a businessman now. He's doing his dang thing, but his sound is gone. Also, Lil Wayne, dude, Lil Wayne is one of the greatest rappers that ever stepped foot on this planet, but he doesn't get the respect mm-hmm. he deserves anymore. It's because in a way, his sound like people kind of know what Lil Wayne gonna do. They know that he gonna get on there and he's gonna like punchline for punchline, and people. Uh, just don't respect him as much anymore. And uh, and like Drake, for instance, he, you know, he's on top right now, but will people still cherish him five, 10 years down the road, you know? So hopefully, is that what you really want to do? You want to make timeless music that maybe, you know, 20, 30 years from now, people are rocking out to in their virtual headsets or whatever, because it's going to be crazy in the future. Yeah, my favorite rapper is J. Cole. I was watching one interview that he yeah. did, I think in 2010, he did the interview. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about like this same topic. He said, I think that time he just popped. So, like, they were asking him how he felt to be how he was. And his response was like, yeah, he likes it, but he doesn't get caught in his own hype. Because what about 10 years from now, would he still be popping? And 10 years from then, J. Cole is still one of the biggest rap artists in the world, period. And he's an inspiration to me. So I have that kind of vision. It's like, yeah, I want to be popping. But for me, the music I'm trying to make, I want music that can speak to you. Like, music that... Relate to J. Cole's music, man. If he puts out music till he's dead, people, people, that's the kind of feeling I want people to have. Okay, okay, makes sense. You cut you you cut out a little bit, but I we 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 got we got the whole notion of it. So sorry about that. Oh no, it's your network. It's not mine. It's yours, it's not mine. <laughs> hey, I mean, we're both in the U.S., so you got to connect to us. That's the thing. That I was worried about that, to be honest. I was worried about that, but it's it's been working all right so far. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah the audio, so far, so good. Hopefully the audio is, is – I mean, it sounds good on my end, um, so it, it should be all right. But All right, Jared, let me interview you for a second. Let me ask you some questions. Oh, oh yes, yeah, sir. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, um, first things first. I don't know if, obviously, the people watching this will know, but I don't know if you guys... I, Marce, Marce, oh, let me calm myself down. Marcellus, right? It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I don't know if you know how me and Jared started talking. Uh, I was just on Instagram randomly, and then I saw this white dude hitting me up, and he's like, yo, I like your music, man. Your stuff is cool. And I'm like, that's pretty cool, you know? Like, not just for anything, but just the fact that somebody in a different like world like so many in a different places like listening to your stuff and appreciating your music like it was really cool and I felt like when he hit me up I felt like there was a bit of me in him like I felt like I don't know how to put it that like, I could relate to 
to just showing love, you know? Like, I show love to, like, random people. Like, that action, most people are not, are not like that. So for him doing that, I want to really understand, like, what was your mindset, like, when you just discovered my music and decided to hit me up? Mm. What was my mindset? I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of explained it. I probably explained it right away, um, just, I guess, from myself. But, I mean, I'm, I, I'm always attracted to people that, I mean, not not in that way. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it to be it, bro. <laughs> I guess. I guess to rephrase it, to rephrase it in a more comfortable way. Um, I'm, I'm amused and I'm impressed by people that have the same, the same, I guess, aspirations and um, the way they carry themselves as as myself or as as people that that are around me and that I hold, hold close to myself. So, um, and I, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to, to reach out and introduce myself to new people. Um, I'm always open to meeting new people, whether they're from a block away from me or whether they're from across the world, like you are. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I think social media is a big thing for, but, um, but yeah, I mean, my mindset was just like, I mean, I saw, I saw a person that I feel like I could connect with and, and that I wanted to, to know a little bit more about. So I, decided to toss the message over and I obviously I mean you're on the podcast now so but I mean we've been talking for I guess not a lot of talking but back and forth every once in a while always open to sending questions and stuff for a couple months now so um I guess in essence it's it's worked out and I've I mean you're you're a really easy person to talk to you're an awesome dude to kind of bounce ideas off you make great music you know it's 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 a connection that it's a connection and and a chance that i that I decided to take. And I mean, personally, that I think was a great idea. Yeah. Well said, bro. I appreciate that. No problem, my man. I feel like, I feel like people, I feel like people don't do that enough, to be honest. Like, I feel like, I feel like people are are sheltered to their, their, their family and their, in their close friends. I mean, there's, there's no problem. There's no problem to that, but Mm-hmm. But what are you going to lose trying to meet a new person? You know, you don't know each other. And if it doesn't click, if it doesn't hit off right mm-hmm. away, you're just going to forget about each other anyways. So like, what's the point of, of staying sheltered and not reaching out and not figuring out what other people are about? You know, there's no, there's no loss to that. There's always, there's only a gain, right? Because if, if the person that you're reaching out to judges you, who cares? They don't know who you are, you know? Exactly. Like mm-hmm. you, you can just you can just cut them off and forget about them. Like there's there's no loss to that. You want to know the problem, bro? It's is it's the way people are raised up. Don't talk to strangers. Um, be careful where you go. Um, be careful who you talk to. Be careful who you hang out with. Literally, strangers are strangers have everything you want. As far as like music, for instance. So groove. There's probably yeah. people out there that you don't even know. That's probably listening to yeah. your music right now, and that's going to support you way more than your own family will. Just like with me and Jared and our, yeah. our clothing brand, people that bought our stuff are not even part of my own family. No, nobody in my family has even touched any of my clothing or even asked me about my clothing besides my mom. That's the only one. Strangers <laughs> have everything that you want. When you connect with True. new people and stuff, think about it. You, you might you might be riding down the road one day. You don't mm-hmm. bust a tire and uh, somebody pulls up, yo, man, you okay? So you're going to say, oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't talk to strangers. Or are you going to say, yo, yeah. man, I appreciate you for coming in and coming to my car, helping me put my tire back on. And then, you know, you're going about your day. Straight, it's, it's okay to connect with other people. That's what I want my kids to know. I want my kids to travel. I think that 
once a kid gets around, I say about 13, 14 years old, they should get a passport. Yeah. Maybe 16, you know, yeah, sure. kind of age where you can drive. Get a passport. Go to other countries. Mm-hmm. See how these people live. And then you will break exactly. the own stereotype and you will come back and you will learn so much more. So I think that exactly. network, man, your network is your net worth. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, true, true. True that. Uh, man, I, I don't mean to be stereotypical, right? I don't mean to yeah. be reverse stereotypical, but like the idea that you get from people, especially people from the United States, is that a lot of them don't really know anything about anything outside of U.S., which is, you know? <laughs> That's facts. That's that is facts. That's yeah. straight facts. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because the world is really, like, it's, it's really diverse. Like, man, like, you can't just be stuck in a bubble and think that the world is crazy, man. Even in the United States, I'd be watching, like, loads of movies, right? And then you see people <laughs> that are from Tennessee. They're different from people that that in New York. And even in New York, you have different cities, Harlem, New York, man. Like, people are different, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, Florida, uh, in Florida, people are different. And you know you know this better than I do. Like, people are just different. And talk less of, like, like, the rest of the world, Europe, Asia, Africa. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, people are, are so different and believe different stuff. Like, it's just beautiful to just, you know, Reach out, take a risk, get out of your comfort zone, talk to people, learn something new, see how people see things, you know. It's beautiful, honestly. Hey, I remember that song by Michael Jackson. It don't matter if you're black or white. They do have hella people walking with them from different colors and stuff. It was amazing. Like, if everybody in the world came together, dude, and we just had, like, a yeah. big-ass festival, that shit would be freaking lit, bro. I'll be over I have probably have a Chinese brother right here. Got my Hispanic brother over here. We're over jamming and stuff. Like, dude, um, I, I, lo- I love the fact that we have different races and that things are diverse. Mm-hmm. We got different forms of food. We got different clothing. Mm-hmm. So many different cultures. It, it just makes the world beautiful. I um, would really love for you to try Nigerian food. Bro, pounded yam. Is it, is it good? Pounded yam. Bro, pounded yam. Oh, man, you chop pounded yam. You chop the top pounded yam. <laughs> I love My it. <laughs> My guy. Okay, Groove, then. Like, what is your what is your favorite dish in Nigeria? Because over here in America, bro, I'll be real. I've always been a pizza fan. I can eat pizza dang there every day. We can buy if I wanted to, but it's not even really American food. American food. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of food that we have here in America is not quote unquote from America because everybody's food, immigrant. Yeah. Everybody's came here. Yeah. But what is that one dish, yeah. man? When you when you bite into it, you just like, oh my god! You start getting like excited. You feel good after you eat it. Like, what is that? What, what type of food? Or what 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 is the name of the food? The food synonymous. The food synonymous to Nigeria is mm-hmm. jollof rice. You see my expression, jollof mm-hmm. rice. See, jollof rice, rice is like, man. Hey, I want to... If you want to catch a Nigerian person, like if you want to... Uh, if you want to beat a Nigerian person, just give them jollof rice. You got them. <laughs> <laughs> you get them with jollof. <laughs> yeah, jollof rice is like, it's like, it's like party, it's like party food. You go to, see those people, they look for a, any opportunity to, to make jollof like generally, where do you know jollof? Birthday, jollof. Person die, <laughs> someone's dead. Birthday, jollof. Like jollof is like is our food, you know. But you know, like I said, we have so many ethnic groups. So like there are different foods I haven't even tried. You know, like I haven't even tried. But jollof is like more general. Pounded yam. 
That's another one. That's another one I love pounded young. So if I ever want to go to Nigeria and hand out a bunch of Trio shirts, I need to have some some jollof fries as well with me. Yeah, jollof <laughs> rice and then pounded yam. Pounded yam is like a food, so you have it with different soups. Pounded yam. Yeah, yeah. Like sweet potato yam. No, not sweet potato. It's like it's a different type of Cuba. It's a different type of Cuba. You know, you, you know, you have you, like you have yam, you have potato, you have uh, whatever type of tubas. But this one is yam. You boil the yam and then you pound it. So it's like I don't know how to describe it, but just Google it. Just Google it. Just Google it. So it's like it's like kind of sticky, like a ball, right? And then you take it, you eat it with your hand, and then you dip soup. Bro, if you eat pounded yam and a goosey soup. Vegetable soup with fish bro, you and got goat meat. Bro, you got me hungry with my stomach crying right now, bro. Where is this? <laughs> oh, Jerry, about should, to share the screen. Probably, so. I don't know. Probably, probably go on Google or something. And yes, that is that is it. That is it right there. Yeah, Nigerian food. You see, when you put Nigerian food, you see jollof rice is just like right in the center. You see jollof rice over there. You know, like it's just right. See jollof rice exactly. That is it right there. And it's like variations of Oh, jollof rice. I thought you were saying fries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, that's my public. Dude, that looks so good. Go on, Google. What check is- maybe Nigerian restaurants around you. Probably one could be just down the corner and try it. Honestly, you for, should try it. For all my American friends listening to this, Nigerians, they do eat good. They eat good over there for people on the podcast that can't see this food right now. The YouTubers yeah, get to yeah. see this, but the podcast is on <laughs> Spotify. You know, I get to see this pounded yam. Oh my God. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Give your taste buds a body slam. <laughs> Jeez. Yes, I might have, have to make a trip over there in Nigeria, man. I got to get my passport. Nah, it would be really, it would be really, 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 really cool if you came down here. Like, it would be just, it would be amazing, man. Nigeria is really cool when you have money. We have money. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, you know, you call with your that's what they call that's what they call Oyimbo. Oyimbo is like foreigners, like Islam for foreigner. When you come with your Oyimbo accent, you know, telling, yo man, what's up? What's up here in Nigeria? You know, come with your American dollars, you know, come and have a good time, man. For real, for real. <laughs> All right. I gotta come through, bro. I just, I just don't want a whole bunch of people from Nigeria, man. They think because I'm American, I'm in there loaded or something, asking me for a bunch of money. Hey, man, look, man, I want to come enjoy the country, dude. Chill out. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I need to come. <laughs> but the only thing that is stopping me, because, you know, COVID and stuff is shutting everything down. And I, I heard a lot of countries are shut down, and they're talking about doing a yeah. vaccine. Like you, They're talking about where you have to have a vaccine just to go in other freaking countries. I'm not getting that vaccine. Mm-mm. No. No, sir. No, ma'am. I don't know if y'all, you guys seen that on the news. Man, it's, it's, it's a really it? confusing time. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a confusing time. Yeah. Jerry, what, 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 what do you think about um, the vaccines and stuff? Are you, are you going to get the vaccine, bro? Well, my, my girlfriend works in a <laughs> hospital. My, my, both my parents are in the medical field. So they all, I mean, my, my girlfriend's gotten, gotten the first one. My Ooh. mom's gotten it and my dad's gotten it already. Um, so, Whoa. so they, they were like, they were like first come first serve pretty much. Cause they're on, on the medical front. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know personally. I mean, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it at all. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm a healthy person. You know, when I got COVID, I already had COVID and it, 
it was like having oh, a flu. really yeah it, it was like having a flu for me like i know it affects people differently but for me it was like having a flu so i was i was really sick for about a day and a half two days and then it kind of just went over just like any other sickness for me so personally i don't think i'm gonna get it i'm not gonna push to get it um i mean obviously like if if i want to go to a country and they say i have to have it to get it i mean i don't know I'd, I'd have to put myself into that situation first to see how I'd react. Um, but like, just to get it, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm just going to get it for convenience. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't want to be a guinea pig or a test dummy and something happened to my ass <laughs> and, and my body react different to it. And then my whole body shut down. And then y'all see me on the news, Marcel is dead for taking a COVID <laughs> shot. <laughs> I ain't got time no. for that. <laughs> it's really confusing times. Like I really don't even know what opinion to have on this because to just go blindly take the test because experts recommended it. I don't know. I really don't know. But I'm not saying you shouldn't take it though. Don't gonna say Guru was the one that said that oh don't take no vaccine. But I really don't know, man. I really don't know. One of those folks that get indifferent about it. Mm-hmm. So what is it what is it like over there in Nigeria? Are people uh really strict with the mask and everything when you go in stores or do do your daily activities? Should I be politically correct or should I be brutally honest? Man, be brutally honest. It's the TOD project, <laughs> man. We <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um at the start it was really quiet like early 2020 I was just in my house like I didn't go anywhere. But Nigerians were just like, bro, Nigerians are so hard to control. Like, you won't tell us to do something and we'll just go fully to it. Like, to be honest, like, things are almost back to normal here. And because Nigerians are so, I don't want to put this on religion, but a lot, there are, there are loads of people that say, there's nothing like Corona. Corona is fake. Oh, it's a hoax. It's not real. Oh, a lot of, almost like everything is back to normal, but not quite. Not quite, because the government is trying to like shut things down. Like schools were meant to resume early this January, but like schools are, are told to like chill till maybe like twentieth or something. So I don't know. Wow, man! I, honestly, the times we in, dude, I'm scared to cough or sneeze in public, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people gonna we, come we out and times. people gonna come out and blindside tackle you, knock your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the beat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Shout out to Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, dang. I mean, we've been we've been going for about an hour here. Um really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's two fifty-three right now. And we started around like maybe five after two. So yeah. we've been going for about an hour. It's pretty nice. Honestly, this was awesome was... to kind of kind of hear from you and hear your side of the your side of everything and I feel I feel like it's kind I feel like it's kind of cool that we have a person from Nigeria on this. You know, I never thought we'd have a person from Nigeria on this. This is awesome. It was a blessing. Yeah, me neither. Was, like like Groove, me and you connecting way back when is is yeah. Like I said, like I said, it it's crazy how things how things end up, my man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's really crazy. I appreciate you so much, man. Hey, no problem, my man. No problem. Yes. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you're able to come on. Sorry, Marcellus, I cut you off again. No, you good, bro. It's a blessing, man. Uh, honestly, just hearing you from your background and really getting getting some views of, of Nigeria not being there. From just uh, you know, you telling mm -hmm. your story and everything is just amazing. And just yeah, bro, I'm ready to see you blow the freak up, bro. Hold on, matter of fact, 
we don't, since we're on the podcast, Amen. where is your where all where all is your music at? Like what all platforms are they on? It's like, on every out? platform. All you need to do is just go type G R O V E. You'll find my music. G R O V E is on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, whatever title, whatever you want to use. Yeah. So please, guys, if you're listening to this and you love the way I talk, listen to my Nigerian music. I'm an amazing rapper. I make beautiful music and I have better songs coming out. I feel like the songs I put out are just eh. Like the, the songs I'm bring dropping this 2021, like man, six songs. Hey, that's awesome, my man. That's awesome. Your links, your everything will be down in the description below. Um, so it'll be easier for people to find you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a pleasure having you on, my man. Um, I mean, yeah. If 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 you ever reach out to us and say you want to be back on, you're more than happy to come back on. This was awesome. It was I'm awesome. Definitely going to be, and- I'm definitely going to be back on. We have so much to talk about. I appreciate you so much, Jared. You're one of honestly, legitimately, you're one of like the nicest people I've come across in my entire life. I appreciate I appreciate you so much, Marcellus. I think we kind of got a vibe, man. It was really nice talking to you, man. We're gonna keep talking, <laughs> talk about many stuff. Um, my team, Manchester United. They're currently playing a football match now. So after this, I'm going to just go and watch my mind United play football. So, yeah. Hey, Igalo, Igalo, Igalo. Yay! Yay! That's our boy. That's our boy. That's, that's our boy. Hey, oh, damn. All right. Well, this has been episode nine of the TOD project. Episode 10 will come out next week, Thursday. So stay tuned, everyone. This will be on a Sunday when you are hearing this, or at least when it comes out. Um, so yeah, this has been episode nine. Thank you guys for coming out and watching. Again, all our links um, for everyone will be down in the description below, whether on YouTube or Spotify. So you can find and connect with us everywhere there. Um, as well as use, use code TOD10, that is TOD10 at triumphcompany.us to get 10% off your checkout. Again, thank you for coming out for episode nine of TOD Project. We'll see you guys next week.